opportunities, new partners, EG Tax. Well, hello everybody. This is Esther Goulias, the tax lady, and like it's tax season. Um, you know, and, and by the way, uh, happy new year to everybody. And with the new year comes the new laws that are coming into effect. If you didn't get your bills and your deductions done before 1231, it all rolls over to a new year and we're talking about new things. But I will tell you, if you're, um, if you're a family with children, you are going to be one happy camper today, even if you've never filed a return before, because they just opened up the floodgates and they're sending you a lot of money. So anyway, and I'm joined in studio with Tiffany Fabian. Hey, Tiff. Hey there, Esther. How's your day going? My day is good. How about your, your yours, Christopher Fabian? Hello, Esther. Hello, Christopher. Okay, so our offices open up the week of January the 15th. Uh, the IRS hasn't said just exactly when they're going to be accepting electronic returns. We're thinking maybe the 20th, 21st. Our offices will be open right around then. Yeah. And, um, and anybody that needs to make an appointment, you can go to our website at egtax.com. And even if you're out of the area, we can do it remotely. You know, you can get great tax help. We, you can go to our website at egtax.com, and there is a portal where you can actually uh, load us all, the, all your information in a secure website, and we will prepare your return um, virtually. Or you can, um, you can, we have an ability to send something out to you. You can put all your documents in a secure folder, which will be tracked by the United States Post Office. You can get it back to us uh, that way, or you can drop off or make an in-person appointment. So that's just uh, four of the ways that we can handle your tax returns. And uh, wanted to make sure that everybody knows that we have taken over uh, our offices in Derby, Hamburg, Springville, Warsaw, Batavia, East Aurora, Alden, Lewiston, and Orchard Park. So we're there with our fine staff, our guarantee, and we're there in your corner. So um, just want to let everybody know that those housekeeping details. Yeah. But and it's always good when you're steering the bus. I, I like it when you, uh, you know, you're at the head of the st stern and you, you just do a great job. So I just want to throw that out there. So. Oh, well, you know, I mean, we do really care. Yeah. Um, I mean, I am such a stickler when I'm doing business with anybody because I would like to be treated at least half as well as we try to treat our clients. Yep. And, you know, we're not perfect. If you ever, ever have a problem with us or anything, our our door is always open. We want to, we want to help you. So well, before uh, this podcast, I was on the phone with the IRS helping out a client and late this week has been a really good week at getting a hold of the practitioner. I priority. think a lot of the new hires, it's good and bad. I think yeah. a lot of the new hires are there, right. but they don't know what they're doing. Well, anyways, it's, I've been able to get through to the IRS. And so it's been a great thing. I haven't had problems. So if you need help, we're here for you. Right. And if you haven't gotten your refund from last year, and that's not unusual. You can give us a call um, at 716-632-7886. You can go to our website at egtax.com. Ask the tax later. We'll, we'll get and we'll handle every, everything that you send to us. Okay, let's talk about who should file. 
All right. I, and I, it, this is really interesting because it used to be back in the old days, and I remember the old days, you really didn't file a tax return unless you had withholding and your income exceeded a certain figure because people used to pay taxes. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Right. Now, the trend is that the IRS pays you. Hmm. So even though you don't have to file, you want to file. Right. Absolutely. I know yesterday, Debbie here was doing a tax return. It was for somebody who uh, doesn't, didn't work at all, but he has two kids. And when he walked out, um, he got over $10,000. Now, had that happened last year, that same gentleman would have gotten no money. Right. So the laws have changed. Absolutely. And, and there are lots of refundable credits. Now, What's the difference between a credit and a refundable credit? So a a credit, a, regu- a, a regular credit, only reduces your tax liability to zero. So you bring, you do your all your income minus the standard deduction. You get your your taxable income. You go to the tax charts, and we'll say your tax is twelve hundred dollars. So now you have a child care credit, a child tax credit, um, the uh, an electrical vehicle credit. All those used to be would bring everything down to zero, and you would get nothing back. It would stop. So if you had a credit of two thousand, your tax was twelve hundred. The other eight hundred you lost. A refundable credit would eat up all that tax, the twelve hundred, and it gives you back the eight hundred dollars. Right. So the refundable is a so, good credit. And, and they're, they're, they're both big, good, but they're very big this year on refundable credits. So when you get a credit. It's not like it takes you to zero. It takes you to refund status. And so that's what we want to talk about today. So we want to talk about who should file a return. And it really, it has nothing to do with the, if you have no income, it doesn't make any difference. Just listen to what we have to say here. Um, Okay. Who should file? You should file if your income is low and you work because you might get an earned income credit. Now, how does that work? Yeah. So it, it's an earned income credit is it's like a bell shaped curve. So the more you work, the larger the credit is um, until you work too much and you made too much money and you're at the end of the bell shaped curve and you don't get any money. Now, if you have children, the amount that you'll get from that earned income credit is pretty large. It's say, if you had one child, it would be up to what? Six, seven, $8,000. No, two, three children is 7,000. Three children is 7,000. So it's very large and the more you work, the more you make, the bigger the credit until you start making too much and then you're on the downward slope. And you Yeah, don't- so let's talk about what initially, way back 30 years ago, what, what they did was they said, we want to encourage a mom with children to go out and get a job. And in order to do that, we are going to incentivize her by giving her some money up front. Good and that idea. has stayed that has stayed in the law in the state of New York also met does twenty percent of the federal earned income credit, but it has metamorphosized. So now if you have children, you qualify for the earned income credit if you have lower income and you have wages. And now you get it if you're single, even if you're no matter what your age is, even if you have no children, 
married, single or married, with no children, you also get an earned income credit. Because it used to be, we, you were, you're a mommy at home. We want to help you to make ends meet. Now it's just like anybody that's working low income can qualify. And, and it, this includes young people or senior citizens. Yep, used to be up to the age of 65. Right. So now you can be 80 and working and get an earned income credit. So that's a big change. It sure is. Did you ever okay. think you'd see that change? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, nothing surprises me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I I told nothing. you I told you the meme earlier today. I saw on Facebook, Bette Midler's up there with the rest of the Golden Girls in heaven, and she's Betty like. White. Betty White, Betty White. And she's up there in heaven and she's like, oh my God, it's crazy down there. You guys, you just, this is a fine place. It's just, they've lost their mind. They've lost their mind. I think think we have Mm -hmm. lost our mind. Mm -hmm. All right. Who else should file? If you didn't receive any or all of your stimulus money. Well, let's say that you, you have, you've been living under a rock and they were sending you, they were sending stimulus money to everybody you knew, but you never got any. You're entitled to it unless your income is extremely high. You well, yeah. You, if you had high, very, very high income, you wouldn't have gotten it. But if you're under a rock, you haven't been filing, you didn't have the income, and you didn't get stimulus, you can get all of those stimulus payments, including this year's fourteen hundred dollars. You should file a return. Yep, most definitely because. That's they gave the stimulus to stimulate the economy and to help people because let's face it, during COVID, they shut down restaurants, they shut down bars, they shut down colleges, they shut down universities, and people weren't working. And so it was a way to fortify the lack of income that people were in in that low time in all of our but, lives. But the bottom line is you were entitled to it too. If you did not get stimulus. You can file a return this year and get stimulus that was due from 2021, and you can file back returns that you didn't get stimulus for 2020 as well. So if you didn't get stimulus, any or all of it, you should file a return. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Who else should file a return? Um, If you work and have children in your home, because you get the earned income credit, we talked about that, and and make sure... And the other thing you would have gotten if you have children in your home is the child tax credit. And many people got the advanced child tax credit. So you want to file a return if you have children in your home and you work and you want to make sure you reconcile the advance that you got against your total credit. So if you're entitled to get $10,200 and you already got $5,000 then your credit is only going to be 5200 rather than 10 because they gave you the money in, in advance. And they're going to send you a That's letter all? that says how much they paid you, and that must be part of the reconciliation when you do your tax return this year. I must yeah. be doing taxes for a long time because for a long time it was just a $1,000 a child, you know? Right. And well, then, then it moved to two, yeah. and now it's a, it's, it's a fortune. But the, the bottom line is, if you don't want to be waiting till September of next year to get your money back, make sure you put down what the letter says that you got because they're going to be sending out a form letter. And the form letter is what, you guys? Uh, 6419. 
All right. When you get the 6419, don't throw it in the garbage can. If you've thrown it in the garbage can, dig it out. You need that. Right. And, and uh, uh, without it, your refund could be held up. It probably will be held up. And I got to say, even if other tax preparers are listening, we don't. We love having people listen to our podcast, so we don't care who's listening. I, I was doing tax planning with somebody for their last quarter, for their last estimate. Their income is over $300,000. And I just said, you guys didn't get any advanced payments, did you? Because they have two children. And she goes, you know what? We did. We were getting $333 a month. Uh-oh. That's and, a great. Now, what what happens to that couple? Well, the, because their income's over 150000 it reverts back to the $2,000 per child. So they really, they're, they're, I'm glad they came in when they did, to, so there were no hidden surprises. But yeah, it was year. supposed to be at 150, you weren't going to get any of the advanced child tax credit. And here they were double that, and they were get, still getting. So it's anybody listening, please, if you got that money, you have to report it on your tax and return. And I'm glad they came in because for right. And the thing is, when you reconcile it, when you reconcile it, it could have been easy that they got nothing back. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, they owed the IRS money. And I'm glad they came in because for 2022, if they were getting it all year for 2021, it was only half a year. They really would have been left holding the bag. Yeah, there's no advance in 2022. Right. Right now. Right. All right. So who else should uh, pay file a tax return? If you work and have paid a daycare provider, even if it's a family member, you should file your return. So let's say that you were, your income was 15000 and you have three kids at home and you don't have to file because you don't have any, any tax liability. But not only do you get the earned income credit and the child tax credit, you get a daycare credit. And that's refundable. And that's refundable. And that refundable credit for one child could be as much as $4,000 for two or more $8,000, of what you paid your daycare provider. And so you say, oh, gosh, I don't want to get my mom or dad in trouble. It doesn't get them in trouble unless they don't claim it. And if they claim it, they get to take all the expenses against making that income. So they had to pay the, uh, had, to, had to feed the little nippers and they took them to the McDonald's Playland and they, uh, they had travel and they bought books for them and they bought toys for them and they used part of their home. And so they get an office and home and, uh, they had a license that they had to pay to Erie County that they could, that they were a licensed daycare facility. All of that reduces the income that they got. So they pay taxes on the bottom line. And because they had earned income, they mom and dad might get an earned income credit. So we got you, mom and dad with the children who get the child tax credit, the earned income credit, and the daycare credit. And grandma and grandpa who are watching the kids who get an earned income credit. Yeah, I was just talking to a mom about two hours ago, <clears throat> and her husband is on disability, Social Security. He's 65, and she's 60, and she watches her grandkids, but she refuses to have them pay anything. But really, it would behoove all parties involved if she would, you know? Well, because let's say she gives her mom $5,000. Right? right. The credit would be twenty five hundred. If her mom, after her expenses, has a liability of a thousand and the daughter pays the liability, the daughter still comes out a fifteen hundred dollars ahead. 
right? I mean, if somebody tried to steal $1,500 from me, I'd be pretty upset. Yep. But yet we will sit around and say, oh, this hurts my head. Well, it doesn't hurt our head. Right, right. We'll get it done. Yep. She. It was very hard for her to wrap her mind around. And so I'm like, let your daughter call me. I'll explain it. I'll break it down, you know? Right. So the daycare provider would have expenses uh, such as office and home, utilities, home expenses, supplies, toys, travel, insurance, liability insurance, education, food, everything to keep that kid in your home in order for you to make the money. And it's not only a refundable credit on the federal, but it's also a refundable credit on New York State. Right. Okay. Right. Yep. I mean, don't forget the states, you know, for we talk about New York a lot because we're we're in New York. Um, but you look at your other states and see what where you live, if if they do have child care credits and child tax credits and earned income credit. Well, one thing about New York State, the New York State return is equally as complicated as the federal, if not more so. Oh, even more so now because of the divorce. Right. Because you, what you, what's not deductible on the federal may be or is deductible on New York State. So, uh, and we'll talk about that as we go on. Correct. All right. Yep. All right. Who else should file? Somebody that took a distribution from their IRA or pension in 2020 because of a hardship situation because of COVID. Mm. And, the, and they split it into three years. So they paid a third of it last year. They have to pay a third of it this year and a third of it next year. And so you want to make sure you file to get that uh, distribution claimed as income because this year may not be as happy as it was last year for you. Yeah. Right. I was just doing some planning with a client earlier and he has about a million in his 401k and he's going to retire at the age of 65. And so I told him we should take some money out prior to him reaching that age of RMDs because it will remedy or not remedy. It'll lessen the blow that's going to occur when he starts taking out his RMD. So anybody listening out there, if you um, aren't at the age where you have to take your RMDs, but you're retired, you might want to give us a call because you might want to take some of it out beforehand. And it's really good, smart tax planning. Absolutely. But going back to the three-year person, now, if you did take that money out of the IRA or annuity because uh, or pension plan because of COVID last year, you can pay it back. Right, Chris? Yeah. Right. You can put the money back in your IRA or pension, and then you're not paying tax on it. And if you put, so if you took out 50000 and it's now the second year, you can put the whole 50000 back and get back the money you paid in tax for the first year of that. Well, so, so I don't have that. I don't have money to do that, but I got equity in my house and you might take out a 4% home equity credit line for 50,000 and put that money back. And so instead of paying 25% uh, taxes, you're only paying 4% in interest and you got all the money still put back in your pension plan. There's another way to do things. And that's part of what EG tax will help you to do. Yep, you got a, a different way. Think outside the box. Right. Okay. And then um, other people that should file would be um, your, your, you or your, your child that attends college for the first four years of higher education. Why would that be something, somebody that would want to file a return? 
Because it's uh, the American Opportunity Tax Credit. It's a refundable credit. Um, the first 1500 is a non-refundable, but $1,000 is a refundable credit. So even if you don't have any liability, it's still money in your hand up to $1,000. And, and the state of New York? That's 250 up to 400 And again, that's a refundable credit. Right. So For college, for the first four years. If you're in college, you know, and you're paying for it or borrowing it, then you you want to file. Okay, special things you should look out for. Unemployment. Un, they're not going to send you the form. You have to go online to New York State Department of Unemployment, uh, uh, un, uh, New York State Department of Labor, and you have to go log in with your, um, your username, your password, and go to that section and print up your form that says how much you got in unemployment, or else you have to call them and say, I want the form mailed to my house. They will not do it for you automatically. Correct. So that's important for you to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Yep. People are uh, often gambling. surprised. Gambling income. Is gambling income taxable? Yes. Yes, sirree, Bobby. And so you want to make sure that you have those forms, that you, you get your win-loss statements so that you can reduce your gambling income by your gambling losses. Uh, if you itemize. Income. Right. And, as you know, going back, I know we're coming close to time, but um, if you do have gambling winnings and you think you threw out the yellow statements, go to the casino and, like you said, get the win-loss because it will show all your jackpot wins. Right. Very important. Right. Make sure that investment income, wait for your forms from your broker. Cryptocurrency, you got to be very careful that you know what your buy-sells are because those are uh, capital gains. If you sold your home, if you sold rental property, that's important for you to make sure that you get all that those uh, ducks in a row before you file a return. Don't forget your RMD. If you're 72 or older, you have to take out money out of your required minimum distribution, out of your IRAs and annuities. And if you're age 72 and you missed it last year, you can double dip this first year and take for one distribution before April and the other one before December 31st. And don't forget, if you don't itemize in the federal, you might itemize on New York State. So that's just a few of the things. Yeah, but and until, until next wait, week's wait, podcast. I yes, won't, wait, uh, wait. Um, we, I just found out this Venmo. If you use Venmo, okay, to get money from, like, if, you know, I, I borrowed money from you and I'm paying you through Venmo, Venmo is going to start mailing out 1099s to people who received more yes. than $600. I, I think that's being proposed. I don't think that's for sure. Oh, I I, 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 I saw that this morning. I think it's a prop, propos, proposition, but we'll see. Yep. We'll yep. See. Okay. I'm Esther Gullius, the tax lady. EG Tax, we want to help you. Come join our family. Uh, if you need us anytime, give us a call or text us or email us through our website. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. New friends, new opportunities, new partners, EG Tech.